Hey everybody, welcome to the Endure Podcast. My name is Michael Gruber, and today we're going to continue on a series called Be Prepared for Battle. This is the second part of a series, and today's episode is called The Joy Set Before You. Before we launch into this, I just wanted to take a few minutes and give you a quick overview on part one called Preparation Begins in the Mind. You can go back and listen to it if you haven't already, and the intention of this series is to really build on itself, so if you have time, I'd encourage you to go back and uh, take a look. Anyways, so what we talked about in the first episode is the importance of your mentality, the important, uh, importance of being prepared. Uh, preparation begins in the mind. So two things. First, you must acknowledge and be prepared for the fact that you are in a spiritual war that we have an enemy that is real, and as believers, he's out to, to, to take us out. That Jesus made it pretty clear in John 10.10 10, where he says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So it's important, it's vitally important for us to acknowledge the fact that we're in a battle, we're in a war, and we have to be ready. We have to be ready, we have to be in the Word, we have to be in fellowship, we got to have a game plan. And secondly, it's important for us to recognize that we are victorious through Jesus Christ. That the other half of John 10.10, 10, Jesus says, But I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. And so that victory in Jesus Christ is key. It's so that we don't have to walk around as, as defeated, as, you know, as losers. That we can know that through Christ, we have victory. In John 16.33, Jesus says, uh, in this world, you will have tribulation, but do not fear. I have overcome the world. That's a great promise. First uh, Corinthians fifteen fifty nine says, thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so it's, it's important for us as believers to know that we have uh, Christ in us, the hope of glory. And through that, we can have victory over the enemy doesn't mean that life is always going to be easy and perfect, but it certainly means that we can walk around uh, with our head held high, knowing who we are and whose we are in Christ. Then we're going to go ahead and jump into part two, the joy set before you. I just really want to look at a couple verses in Hebrews uh, and then in Peter and Romans and really just uh, taking a look at why is it that it's important for us to have joy in the midst of hard times. Right? Joy in the midst of persecution, joy in the midst of, of times and days and weeks, whenever things aren't necessarily going the way that you had hoped they would. Um, I think that that's important. I think having the right outlook and the focus on the positive, the joy, the peace, the thanksgiving, the gratefulness is what is going to carry us through. You're listening to the Endure Podcast. Thanks for joining us today in our pursuit of victory in life through Jesus Christ. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Let's jump right in. The joy set before you, part two of this series. We're going to spend time today talking about why the idea of joy is so important in our lives as believers. And one of the main verses that I want to look at is in Hebrews. So we're going to read in Hebrews chapter 12, starting with verse 1, and today I'm going to be reading from the ESV. I typically like to read different versions. Uh, I'll read the ESV, New King James. I'll read New Living Translation. I like the Amplified Classic. 
And then I also like to look at the words, uh, the Hebrew and Greek words at times. I like to look at them in their original context. Um, I use the blueletterbible.com and then I have a, a keyword study Bible that I like to use. And it kind of just helps me build context and understanding of what verses are trying to say or what they're trying to communicate. And uh, it's just something I've really found that I've, I enjoy doing. That being said, okay, in the ESV today, Hebrews 12, verse 1, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. So that's where we get the title of this message today called For the Joy That Was Set Before Him. So when we think about Jesus and his life and we look at his ministry and his time on earth, um, I thought that was just a really powerful statement where it says that Jesus, uh, for the joy that was set before him, he basically endured and, and did and accomplished everything that was set before him so that he could take his rightful place back with the Father, seated at the right hand of the throne of the Father. And that mindset, that mentality of, of joy is really important. I'll say that choosing joy in the midst of hard times, one of the things that it does is that it takes our eyes off of us, uh, off of looking internal and off of looking at our current situation, and it forces us to put our eyes on Christ. It forces us to put our eyes on things above, on God and His and, and His redemption and the hope and the glory that we have in Jesus Christ. That regardless of what we're going through, uh, it really doesn't matter because at the end, we know who wins, right? At the end, we know that if we maintain in the faith and we continue to grow in relationship with Jesus Christ, uh, that we'll come out on the other end. We'll be good. You know, we'll, the end goal is that we'll spend eternity uh, in heaven with our Savior, with our Father, uh, worshiping Him. And that's just something that really, in the midst of everything, should hopefully give you some joy. Um, you know, really, it's an honor to serve the Lord. And I think that that's one of the things that in this verse is communicating that Jesus looked to the end where it says, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Um, so in your in your day and throughout the, the good and the bad times, the hard times in life, I'm just going to encourage you to choose joy and to keep your eyes fixed uh, on, on the Heavenly Father as you're, as you're trying to persevere. If we move on over to 1 Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 6, it's a similar notion where Peter says, In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So Peter, um, yeah, and Peter, he tells us to uh, just to count it all joy, rejoice always. He says, though for a little while you're going through these times uh, and you've been grieved, don't worry. That is your faith being tested. Uh, it makes you whole. It's going to force you to put your eyes on Jesus, where it says that it may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So that's a common theme here is that 
when you think about the context that some of these letters are being written in James, uh, Hebrews, uh, looking at Peter, and then all, all the writings of Paul in the New Testament, is that the church, the early church, was under heavy, heavy persecution, that people were literally laying down their lives. They were paying for their faith with their blood, with their lives, with the lives of their loved ones, their family. Um, and they endured a tremendous amount for the faith. And so these letters are, are written to encourage them and to help them say, hey, don't lose hope. Don't grow discouraged in this time. You know, don't give up because there's hope. There's always hope and that you must find ways and reasons uh, to rejoice, to, to be joyful always, to put your focus and your hope on the Lord. When I think about the idea of being joyful, of choosing uh, gratitude and thanksgiving, um, I, I, any circumstance that you come up against, um, you, you really have two options and maybe there's more and I haven't thought about it, but I think you have two real options. I think you can choose joy. You can choose hope. Uh, you can choose happiness and thanksgiving, or you can choose to be angry, to become bitter, to become, uh, resentful, you know, and, and I think the danger of going down that other path is that it opens the doors to the enemy to start what I would say the way I see it is uh, really to put hooks in you, if you want to call it that. That's I look at it as literally like spiritual hooks in you, you know, in your soul and who you are. Um, and each time you open the door to getting angry, to getting bitter, um, you're, you're allowing the enemy placement and access in your life. And even though, and this is something that I tell you from, from my own personal experience, even though you may be doing good things, you might be involved in the church, you know, you might still be reading the word and worshiping the Lord and being in a good place. Every time you don't choose joy, um, you are, you are yielding to the enemy and that, and yielding to the enemy allows him to slowly and methodically lead you down a certain path. And we know <clears throat> specifically, if you listen to the first episode, you know, where does that path end? Where in John 10, 10, Jesus says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so to me, that path ends in those three ways. You know, it's going to steal something out from your life. Um, it may be stealing your joy, stealing your peace, um, stealing your health. You know, when you, when you walk in anxiety and you walk in fear and all these negative things that, that affects your health, um, you know, steal, kill and destroy. And so it's just vitally important that when you hit that crossroad every day, you know, what choice and what decision do you have to make and what are you going to choose? Okay, um, if we head over to Romans chapter 5, um, I actually, I'm going to read this one uh, in the Amplified Classic because I like the way it really just breaks out um, some, of the, some of those words. So if we look at Romans 5, starting in verse 3, it says, Moreover, let us also be full of joy now. Let us exult and triumph in our tri troubles and rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that pressure and affliction and hardship produce, produce patient and un, 
swerving endurance. All right, so that's, that's verse three, that all these things, all these hardships, the pressure, the affliction, right? They produce patient and unswerving endurance. And let me just pause here to say that that is one of the reasons why that, you know, that I call this Endure Ministries and the Endure Podcast is that that notion of endurance is just littered throughout the Bible. All right. We're going to continue on Romans 5. Now we're on uh, verse 4 in the Amplified Classic. And endurance, fortitude, develops maturity of character, approved faith, and tried integrity. And character of this sort produces the habit of joyfully and confident hope, excuse me, of joyful and confident hope of eternal salvation. Such hope never disappoints or deludes or shames us for God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. I think Paul does a fantastic job of just wrapping up kind of what we're talking about here in in just a complete and full package, right? Back in verse 3, let us be full of joy. Let us exalt and triumph when we have troubles. Why? Because when you have troubles, when you're being persecuted, you know, when you're running into difficult times, again, you have a choice to make. You're in the fire, you're in the situation, so you're not you're not necessarily going to get out of it. So what are you going to do? Are you going to choose to be joyful and continue to press on in faith, or are you going to yield to those negative things? Uh, anger, rage, wrath, slander, malice, right? And I think in the next podcast, we're going to dive in a little bit more of those because when I say those words, I'm sure most of us are like, oh, that's, you know, as believers, oh, that, that ain't me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not in that, you know, I don't fall in that category. Unforgiveness, um, yeah, that that's for the other guy, but that's not me. Uh, but I think if we're honest with ourselves, we probably fall more in those subtle ways in those areas than we realize, But he says, okay, so this produces patient and unswerving endurance. And then it's that endurance, that fortitude, right? That's our, uh, that's our, our third core principle here at Endure Ministries. It's faith, uh, fellowship, and fortitude. And that fortitude develops maturity of character. It makes us grow. It makes us better. And then it produces a habit of joyful and confident hope of eternal salvation, So it forces us to take our eyes off of our situation and put them on Jesus Christ. It forces us to put our eyes on eternal salvation and the end goal, right? The end goal is not to just live this life. The end goal is to be faithful. The end goal is to to finish the faith. Like Paul says, I fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I believe the end goal is to stand before the Lord and say, you know, God, I was I was far from perfect, but I I fought the good fight and I did the best I could with what I was given. Um, you may never be on a big stage, right? You may never be out on giant, you know, massive crusades, but you can certainly be faithful in the thing that you have been asked to do or the things that you have been asked to do. And so that all begins with having the right attitude, the right mindset to find joy in the midst of the hard times and uh, and continuing to press into those things of God. And so anyways, that is why this second episode here, the idea of count it all joy, I think fits in well with the overall idea of being prepared for battle. 
that being prepared for battle, the first part is your mindset. Preparation begins in the mind. Accept the fact that you're in a war. You got to be ready. You got to be prepared. So when the punches come, you know, when the attacks come, you're not caught off guard. You have to recognize, secondly, that we are victorious in Jesus Christ. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. If we are with him, then we will have victory. That we will, we are able to walk this life uh, in true victory because of what Jesus has done for us. And then, after that mentality and that mindset, um, then we move on to saying you got to be in joy. You got to count it joy. You got to look at the things set before you and choose, uh, choose joy. Choose gratefulness. Choose to be uh, having a lifestyle of gratitude and thanksgiving. And that lifts you up. It builds you up. It builds your spirit up, your inner man up. And it, it places you in, in a situation where you're, you're grateful for the things that the Father has done for you. You're grateful and you're actually looking forward to eternal salvation and spending eternity with Him. All right, I'm going to go ahead and close up here. Uh, just want to thank you for uh, tuning in. Hopefully you were encouraged today. Uh, I know I certainly was. I think that we'll be back here in the next episode, and I, I want to expound on this a little bit, looking at some different verses, um, but really just that idea of your attitude is everything. And when I read through a lot of Paul's letters and he talks about uh, be joyful always and pray continually, that, that is just an attitude, right? That is an attitude that we can choose to have, um, and it will set us off into a direction that is going to change your life, change your relationship with God, uh, and change the way that you really interact in, in, um, in everyday life, you know, with believers and non-believers alike. All right. Be blessed and look forward to meeting again with you guys soon.